Hello, everyone. Welcome to the land that normalcy forgot. I am your host, Thunderstruck Squirrel, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things ever, horror movies. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be scooped. I can't recall a time where horror movies weren't a big part of my life. I've been watching them since I was a kid, and I've never looked back. I must have watched hundreds and hundreds of horror movies, but I'll be honest with you, none of them has ever scared me enough that I was scared to sleep for a certain amount of time, or I was scared of walking home. I guess I just don't spook that easily, but if you guys have any suggestion for me as to horror movies that would scare the hell out of me, I'm all here. I will go watch that movie, and I'll tell you if it scared me or not. So, let's begin the episode, and today, since we're talking about horror movies, I'm going to give you my list of the my 10 favorite horror movies, and I'll give you my reasons why. I hope you like it, and feel free to give me your list of favorite horror movies. The first movie on my list is The Exorcist. Let's face it, can you even call yourself a horror movie fan if you've never actually seen The Exorcist? Not only is that a horror masterpiece, but so many movies these days are actually influenced by it. The pacing of the movie is absolutely perfect as far as I'm concerned. It starts off slow, but it soon builds up into this eerie, brutal, and terrifying movie. You see Linda Blair turn into this creature from hell, and it's absolutely terrifying to see. I love, I really enjoy seeing this. And the acting from all, from everyone, from the priest and Linda Blair, it's, it's amazing. And it makes it for a wonderful movie. If you have never actually watched The Exorcist, just go out there, buy it, rent it, stream it. Just watch it. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And you'll thank me later, I promise you. The second movie on my list is actually the first horror movie that I ever watched, and that is Child's Play. You know, the cute little kid gets a good guy doll and he's happy because he actually wanted one and he finally got it. I think the people that wrote this movie wanted to write a story about getting what you want is not always the best idea. But look at the kid, he wanted a good guy doll and, you know, he got it and that doll actually had the soul of a psychopath inside him, killed numerous people in the kid's life, and the kid actually ended up in a psych ward. So, not good, right? That movie will always have a special place in my heart, not only because it is the first horror movie that I've ever watched, but it is actually a good movie, a solid horror movie. It can be brutal, it has a very good story, the acting is very good. I have very little bad things to say about it. Now, don't get me started on some of those later movies, the Child's Play movies. Like, the comedy stuff, absolutely awful. Not only are they not horror movies, but they're actually awful comedy movies. So they have no redeeming qualities, as far as I'm concerned. But that's a totally different story altogether. The third movie on my list is a movie with Adanok. And before I get into it, I want to clarify something because I realized I did not earlier. And my list here is in no particular order. Uh, just depends on the type of mood that I am. But it's not from my favorite to my least favorite. It's just, I love all of those movies. And 
just depends what I, I'm in the mood to watch, but they're all good. So back to the movie with Edanog. The third movie is uh, The Purge. I think it's a very good movie. Uh, it does a good job of setting up the other Purge movie. Um, I'm never actually sure which one I prefer, but I think this one uh, lays the groundwork. It's, it has some solid acting from Etanog, and it is a good home invasion movie as far as I'm concerned. Now, just want to go off a little bit on some of the characters that are deeply unlikable in this movie. I'm not sure if that's what the, the writers actually had in mind, but say for Etanog, uh, all of the characters are actually pretty deeply unlikable. Like, they're awful, I'm sorry. They have no redeeming qualities as far as I'm concerned. The story of The Purge is very easy. For a 12th period of time, every crime is legal once a year. So murder, rape, tap, whatever, it all goes, it's legal. In The First Purge, there's a guy who's being chased by a group of people who want to kill him. And the son of Etanog actually lets him in their house. And Etanog, does, Etanog is just saying, just put him back there, you know, give him to the people. And everyone in his family says, no, we're going to save him. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad, right? That the family doesn't sound too mean, right? Except for the fact that the stupid idiot that the, you know, the that was saved by the family what does he do does he say oh we're gonna fight together no what he does is he runs and he hides he antagonized the whole family the whole time until the end the wife instead of trying to you know protect her family she says oh well just let those guys come in you know and the group that chasing the other guy makes it clear they don't want to hurt the family they just want the the one guy but the wife and the kids are ready for all of their family to be killed for this guy okay and the other guy is willing to let that happen too and until the end you know where they're just in grave danger the then the wife says okay just giving back you know, she's put her whole family in danger for, like, hours until she just randomly decides that, okay, let's give in. Let's give the guy back. And at that point, it's already too late. And the kid, he, I'm sorry, he has just no clue. You know, he's just, he has no clue how the, the world works. He's just, like, a dumbass. I'm sorry for the word, but that's what he is. He's very egoistical. He... He lives in La La Land. Everything is rosy, everything is peaches. I don't know. But, you know, he sees what happens and he's just like, whatever, we have to save him even if, like, the whole family dies. I don't know. That's just my, the, the way I see it. But they're all very, like, they don't care if they die or if someone in their family dies. So, I mean, up until the end, like, at that, at the, in the end, Etanok is just like, okay, let's do it. Let's save the guy. We're going to fight them back. And you know what? You know the only character that dies in the movie is Etanok. He's the only character that didn't want all this violence to happen, that tried to prevent it. And he's the one that dies. 
And in the end, you see the guy that put their lives in danger, that was okay with all of them dying. And he just sleeps, you know, without like so much as like, thank you. Or I don't know. Like they, I don't know if the, the point of this movie was to make us hate the whole family, but if so, good job. Good job. <laughs> it was really well done. And it's weird because I was talking about a few people about this and uh, I got the same feedback from various other people. So I, I, I don't know, I guess it, it must have been a plan. The next movie on my list is Sinister, again with Etanog. Uh, in that movie, uh, Etanog acts as a journalist who moves into a crime house where the whole family was killed except for one kid who was apparently kidnapped. Thing is, he finds a box of old tapes where he just he just sees the, the family, uh, how the family died, and he also finds tapes of family of families that were killed in other places in the country. So he's trying, in his mind, it's something big, so he's investigating, and he's very happy because he thinks that he has a bestseller. What he doesn't know is that there's a demon who's actually controlling a kid, the youngest kid usually, and making it kill the families. And the action is phenomenal. Like it, it is not as slow as the exorcist, but the action builds up slowly until the end. It, what I like about this one is it's not all jump scares. It's all like about the moods. You have like, you really feel like something bad is happening. You just don't know what, but you know something's gonna happen. Yes, there are a lot of moments that scare you and make you feel very tense. But what I like the most about this movie is that it, it's not about the jump scares. There are not a lot of them. Uh, it's really just about the mood and making you feel uneasy, which I think not many horror movies do these days, or they don't do enough. It, a lot of movies rely on jump scares these days and not this one, which is why I like it so much. The next movie on my list is Sinister 2. Uh, it is the follow-up to Sinister 1, and spoilers alert, Etanog's character is that as his whole, his whole family, except for his youngest kid. The deputy of the city he lived in is actually investigating his dad, and he's discovered what, what Etanog was working on. So he he wants to know like how he can stop Neiman and how he can prevent that from happening to other people. Um, th this movie, it's a little more brutal than the previous one. It's a little bit more gory. Uh, it relies less on just moods and, you know, like, making you feel tense. And it relies a bit more on brutal, like, scenes. Um, in my opinion, this is such an underrated movie. Because it is a bit different from... It is a bit different from the first one. But it is just as good. Um, unfortunately, we won't see a follow-up which really disappoints me because if you see the ending, you know it left on a cliffhanger. And I was really hoping to see it, but because it didn't work as well as the first one, there's not going to be a third one. 
So I'm sad because this was a really great movie. Uh, deserve to be seen. Uh, the main actor in this movie did a wonderful job. Uh, I know it's not easy to uh, follow up uh, an actor, and especially like a Tanakh who's very famous, but he did a wonderful job. He's amazing. Um, yeah, so unrated film, and I know that it won't happen. The studio has said many times that it won't, but I can't help but hope that there's a third one. So I'm still crossing my fingers against all hope. The next movie on my list is a classic and definitely one of my all-time faves. It's a really great movie and I'd be surprised if someone told me they had never heard of it. And it's the, the one, the only Nightmare on Elm Street. Come on guys, I dare you to find me a better villain in a horror movie than Freddy Krueger. And the thing is, Robert Englund is actually irreplaceable as Freddy Krueger. Like, no, I feel like no one could take the role and do have the job he did. Like, come on, think about it. Who could play Freddy Krueger half as well as Robert Englund could? Personally, I don't think anyone could. Uh, but in other series, um, I think you can find a lot of actors who could fill that role and do, like, a very decent job. And personally, I've always loved how the series of Nightmare on Elm Street plays on that reality and what's real and what's not. Like, half of the time, the characters, they think they're awake, but they're actually sleeping and they see him in their dreams. I've always liked that. I've always found that very fascinating. And I think that's why I like the series so much. And because of Freddy Krueger, who's so, such an amazing villain, in my opinion. Next up on my list is actually Halloween. And while it's true that I prefer Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm not going to deny that Halloween has had such an influence, a profound influence on slasher or movies. It totally changed the game, as far as, I, as far as I'm concerned. Very good movie, very well shot. Uh, the acting was very good from everyone involved. I truly think that it was a game changer, and I have very little, if anything, negative to say about it. Next up is a movie by one of my favorite directors, Alfred Hitchcock, and it is his movie Psycho. This is really one of my all-time favorite movies, and I'm not just talking horror. Uh, it is beautifully shot. It is a wonderful movie. I could watch it over and over and over again and never get bored. Truly wonderful. Um, the ending. Uh, I don't know if, you, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Last scene. It really stays with you. It did with me. Actually, I think Psycho might be one of my all-time favorite movies. Not just horror, but of all time. Uh, it is that good. And if you haven't seen it, I would suggest you go and see it. It is really that good. The next movie I'm about to talk about is actually a very surprising choice for me. Because I'm usually not a found footage fan. I find the movies boring, they do nothing for me. And they're usually not something I go towards when I pick a movie to watch. The series, because I actually had to pick the series, I I couldn't pick like which movie was my favorite. So the series is Paranormal Activity. 
I have to say that they really made me change my mind about found footage films. I really enjoy all of the movies. They were very interesting and I had to watch them a couple times. I really liked them. So yes, thank you for making me change my mind about found footage films. Finally, a series that I enjoyed. Last, but certainly not least on my list, is The Conjuring. If you know me, you know that I love everything that has to do with uh, ghosts, with the paranormal, supernatural. That is my cup of tea. Those are the horror movies that I prefer. And The Conjuring does all of that very well. The movies, not just the, not just the first one, but the other ones after that, all, are all very good. They, what I like about them is that they don't necessarily rely on jump scares. They really, there's really a story there, you know, and you, it unfolds before your eye and it's very enjoyable. So, yeah, Conjuring. It's definitely not my least favorite on this list, just the one I mentioned last. So this is it. This is my list of top 10 horror movies. I hope you like my selection. Uh, don't hesitate to give me your list of favorite horror movies. I would gladly like to hear that. And I'll see you on the next episode next week.